0: Welcome to the James River Church Podcast. You're about to hear another inspirational message from Pastor John Lindell, lead pastor at James River Church. It's our prayer that this message is an encouragement and blessing to your life. I'd like to talk to you about the power of agreement because there are powerful things that happens when the church prays. And I I think sometimes people misunderstand um, personal prayer, the difference between our devotional time, which we should have, And the power of gathering together and calling on the Lord. And while both are important, they are not the same. The person who says, well, you know, I'm I'm just going to stay home and I'm going to just pray by myself. And that's all I need is missing out on something exceptionally powerful that God would do in their life as they gather with other believers to pray. On the other hand, the person who says, well, you know, I don't pray much by myself. I just go to the prayer meeting. They're missing out on the power of spending personal time alone with God. There are some things that will happen in your personal time with God that will not happen in the corporate time with God. And there are some things that will happen in the corporate prayer setting that will not happen in your personal time with God. Powerful things happen when you and I gather together for the purpose of prayer. Anytime a church prays, it's going to change that church. I know this. When we started the prayer meeting in 1998, from that moment on, exponentially, there were more salvations, there were more baptisms, there were more Holy Spirit baptisms, there were more of everything you would want to see as God strengthened the church. Matthew chapter 18, Jesus says, again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. Now, let me just say something, because there's some people who want to excise this passage and say, you know what, it doesn't have anything to do with prayer, it's a passage on church discipline. There's no question it's about church discipline. If your brother sins against you, go privately to him. Talk to them. Don't go online. Don't go on the internet. Don't go on social media and take somebody on. You go privately, and if you don't do that first, you're wrong. Then, if they don't listen, you take two or three. Not, you don't go back on Facebook or on where you're where you're at and take them on. No, you go... T- privately, two or three, then you go to the church. Still, you don't go online. Social media has wreaked havoc on believers. So that's not the place to correct somebody who's a brother or sister in Christ. And to do so is to blatantly disregard what Matthew 18 is teaching. Matthew 18 is talking about church discipline. It's talking about the fact that what you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. The idea what you do on earth will have been done in heaven. The idea is you're aligning the church in that moment with God's will in heaven. But then Jesus says, again I tell you, that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, what are we talking about here? Prayer. There is something about people Coming together in prayer. The word there for agree is symphoneo. We get our word symphony from it. When a a symphony comes together, it's different instruments playing different parts, but when they come together, the sum is greater than the parts. You can love a violin solo. And as beautiful as that is, there is something powerful about the whole symphony playing together. Now, when we talk about agreement, this is how it works with the church. When we come together, literally what's happening is we are a symphony We are agreeing, we're all playing the same piece of music. We're not in here doing our own thing. We're all working together as the Spirit leads us to accomplish His will in this place and in this time. Now, let me just say four things about agreement, and then we're going to pray, we're going to agree. Number one, agreement takes time and effort. Now, listen, in the case of a symphony, you can make noise and not have agreement, You can have all the instruments playing, but if you don't have a conductor with everybody doing it on time, everybody playing their part, everybody following the music, you'll have chaos. Noise is not the same as agreement. And it takes time, it takes practice, it takes working together. Somebody's gotta say, I'm willing to play the second part. Nobody maybe wants to play third French horn, but it's necessary. And what you're doing in an orchestra is you're saying, I am going to set aside my personal desire and preference for the sake of what's created when together we work in agreement. I mean, agreement. This time of year, there's a lot of weddings. Couples are standing on the platform. It's my observation that the dating and love has only taken a few months. But the agreement, that's going to take some years. (laughs) You're going to have to work at it. You're going to have to decide what's important. You're going to have to decide what hill you're going to die on. And hopefully you don't choose to die on very many. You're going to have to decide for the sake of agreement that you're going to prefer your mate above yourself, and you're going to have those discussions along the way. You didn't put the toilet seat down. You don't pick up after yourself. You don't cook as much as I thought. You don't help with the kids like I thought. Agreement. It takes time and effort. When you and I are coming into agreement, what we're saying is I'm willing to set aside some of me for the sake of us. When we come into the prayer meeting, what we're saying is, we're saying, I care about the body, and while I have needs, I'm going to set aside what I need for the sake of what God is calling us to pray about, knowing that as I do that, powerful things are going to happen, and along the way, God will take care of me. (laughs) Agreement means I'm going to be less self-centered in my prayer time and more God-centered, It means I'm going to pray about others' needs like they were my own. Agreement takes time, it takes effort. Agreement is not like a passing thought, oh, I agree with you. Agreement is more of a conviction. When people come together in agreement, what you're saying is, you're saying, I've heard the word. I've heard the need, I know God's will, and I sense the power of the Spirit, and I'm joining in, I'm agreeing with what God is doing in a place. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 18, again I tell you, that if two of you on earth agree, I mean, it doesn't take a lot, but the more people you have, the more you'll see God do. The more people in a church that pray, the more you're going to see God do in that church. And it takes time to come into agreement. Think of it in Acts chapter two and verse one. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place, one place. They were all in one accord. Now, let me just say, they weren't waiting 10 days for the spirit to come. It took 10 days to come into one accord. It took 10 days to get into agreement. And think of it. They've been with Jesus for three years. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1, when the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. They, they had in the, in the Greek, it's um, homo thumadon, is the word homo, meaning the same, thumadon meaning temperature. They had the same spiritual temperature. They had the same spiritual passion. They were all like-minded. They were committed to the same things. And that takes time. It took them 10 days of just simply waiting on the Lord powerful things happen when the church comes together in agreement. I I would say this. When we started the prayer meeting, it it starts off with a bang, but then after you get going a a few weeks and months, it gets more difficult. And the reason why is because everybody's got to learn to set aside their preferences and to set aside what they need for the sake of what everybody needs. And as people do that and catch on to that, they see God do powerful things, both in the place and in their life. The second thing I want you to notice is agreement brings God's power. Now look at it, Acts chapter 2, verse 1. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. They they'd achieved agreement. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Powerful things happen when people are in agreement. In fact, I noticed two things that happened. First of all, the glory of God came down. There came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. It doesn't say there was a mighty rushing wind. It was like a freight train. That all of Jerusalem heard. You see, when a church is in agreement, the community will hear about it. When a church is moving in, in, when they're setting aside personal preference for the sake of God's will in their presence, the community will see the glory of God. The church will see it, and divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. The glory of God came down. Listen, the key to experiencing the glory of God is agreement, unity. Second, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. When we pray in agreement, the power of God's going to come down. In fact, I would suggest to you that agreement multiplies the power of God Significantly, Moses in Genesis 32 is praying uh, this prayer for Israel, and he says, If only they would understand that one can send a thousand to flight, but two can send. Now, you would think if one sends a thousand, two does what? Sends two thousand. You would think that if there are two, then it's double the impact, but that's not what it says. If only they'd understand, one can send 1,000 to flight, two can send 10,000. You get two people, suddenly you have 10 times the impact. Think of it in a room like this. The impact, the increase of God's power and God's working when you and I come together. This is why the prayer meeting is so important. This is why it's good for us to gather together because agreement is the point of power. Third, it's the point of blessing. Look at this in Psalm 133, how good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity, when there's agreement. In fact, I would suggest to you that unity is the work of the Holy Spirit coming down on a people. I think it's in 2 Chronicles 30, right around verse 12, it says, and... The Lord gave them unity to accomplish the king's command in accordance with the word of the Lord. God gives unity. Our job is to protect that unity. Paul says in Ephesians 4, he says, make every effort to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Do whatever you got to do to have agreement, to have unity. When you have it, it's It's like precious oil poured down on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down upon the collar of his robes. What are we talking about? The anointing of Aaron is high priest. When you have agreement, there is an anointing of the Holy Spirit in that moment that sets people apart, that accomplishes supernatural things in the life of people because they're operating in agreement. He says it's as if the dew of Hermon. We're falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. When we're in agreement, it's a place of blessing. Back to Matthew chapter 18. Again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, that's very interesting. This reminds me again of what Jesus said in John chapter 14, 15, and 16. You can ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Again, there's no disclaimers. There's no qualifiers. I know this makes people nervous. Bless your heart if it makes you nervous. Hopefully someday you'll get over it and you'll buy into it. Because it will free you up to pray bold prayers. When you believe you can ask for anything in his name and he will do it, It once you come to that place, you'll begin to ask and see him do extraordinary things in your life. If you agree about anything you ask for, it will be done by my Father in heaven. Listen, we've seen this as a church. Remember when we do, used to do the I Love America, and we'd pray over the weather, and, and what would happen is year after year, we'd watch storm fronts move and part, and things would happen, and one year, I remember they, the uh, radio, one of the secular radio stations had a reporter right out at the overpass right before the land, and it was raining on one side of the overpass and was dry on the other, and he was talking about how freaky it was, and then it prompted a discussion. Can prayer really change the weather? The answer is yes. If you agree about anything, we agreed. We agreed we didn't want rain. And God answered, right? We can pray for a great awakening. God will answer. We have agreed what you've watched with the healings is as people gather around and pray for people, you're watching the power of agreement touch people in Jesus' name. All kinds of things happen when you and I agree. Matthew 18 and verse 19. Again, I tell you that if any two of you on earth agree, about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. Agreement is the point of blessing. Agreement is the thing that, that catches the eye of our Father. Agreement is the thing that moves his heart. He sees his children together crying out to him in agreement, and he says, I'm going to do it. Well, number four... The musicians can come agreement, is the place of God's presence. I love verse 20. Watch what it says. For where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. The word together, Sunago, we get our word synagogue from it. A synagogue is a coming together of, you had to have ten males to have a synagogue. And that's a coming together. When we come together, God is there, powerfully. God is there personally. God comes into a place when you and I agree.